Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Sunday Morning with the Love and Action. I am Ken Tuck. I appreciate you tuning in to the Joy FM this morning. I hope all is going well with you and that you've been having a good weekend. And hope you're ready to hear about what God is doing uh, around the world this morning. And this morning in the studio, we have with us our good brother, Suhail. Thank you for being with us today, brother. Thank you, brother Ken, for having me with you. Amen. So today we're going to talk about Pakistan and what God is doing over there. And he's doing so many exciting things everywhere. And what a privilege it is to see it firsthand and to to hear what he's doing uh, in other parts of the world. I hope you take this as a great encouragement that God is working everywhere. And we're going to talk about ways you can be involved with spreading the gospel to people who have never heard it before. And so that's what we're going to talk about today on Sunday morning with Love and Action. And before we get into that, let's go to our Heavenly Father in prayer. Brother Suhail, would you open us up in prayer? Heavenly Father, we are thankful for a wonderful day, Father. Father, I'm asking for today's program, Father, when everybody is hearing this, Father, open their hearts and minds so they can know what is going on around the world, how you are using people around the world to share the gospel, Father. Father, also, we are asking... Raise up more prayer warriors, Father, uh, because many lost souls around the world, they don't know Jesus, they don't know God, they don't follow true God, so they also can know, and people can pray for them and support them, Father, so the gospel can shared around the world, and Jesus can come again and bless everyone and uh, for the kingdom of God. Father, we are asking in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you, brother, and... I'm sure y'all picked up on it. Suhail's not from around South Alabama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit different accent than what we have here. But Brother Suhail's from Pakistan, and we have been honored to partner with him in ministry since, what, about 11 years now? Yes, more than 11. More than 11 years. Yeah. And he's with us here in Dothan, and just he's just an awesome blessing here and in Pakistan has a wonderful team of pastors that we're going to talk about this morning over in Pakistan yes. who's doing amazing work for the Lord. And so, um, so well, let's open up by talking about Pakistan uh, yeah. in case people aren't familiar with uh, with Pakistan and, and how, how everything is over there, uh, especially concerning Christianity. Yeah. Pakistan was a part of India before in 1947 after British left. And then uh, it's an Islamic country. More than 200 million people are living there. And just a one person Christian believers there. And a lot of people need know Jesus. So and just 1% out of 200 million are Christian. Mm, yes. Wow. And there are, uh, we have uh, 74 languages in Pakistan. And here about uh, 850 people group, different people groups. They live with their own culture, customs, and different languages they speak. So when we preach among those unreached people groups, so we need to first learn their culture, language, before sharing the gospel. So it's kind of like being in different countries in the same country. Yeah, same. (laughs) And even if you go state by state, you need to speak a different language for them because we have different languages for state languages, our national language is the Urdu, and then we have straight different languages. Then tribal people have their own languages and own customs. They are living in a remote rural areas. So we are praying to go on those uh, areas where no one go before. So we can share the gospel to the end of the 
country. Out of the 74 different languages, are there Bibles available in each language? Uh, not so far, just uh, two languages, uh, they have a, a Bible available because most of languages don't have their own alphabet. Wow. In Pakistan, we use the Arabic alphabet, so it's a totally different. So now the, some uh, Bible translator missions, they get together and trying to work hard on providing some material on translating in the, those languages, tribal or uh, local or provincial state languages. So they are working hard on those. So some Jesus film parts are available, some audio recordings. Mostly the uh, American missionaries went there in the uh, 60s, 70s, 80s. They work hard and some from Europe also. So they try to translate and other things in India, Pakistan. That's one important thing to pray about is for God to raise up translators. I know that's one thing I pray about often when I pray for unreached people groups yes. and there's no translation yes. in their language. And it's sometimes even hard for me. I speak six, seven languages, local languages there. I need to learn <laughs> right, <laughs> about their language because it's totally different. Some are similar, some words, but some words are not good in their language, so I need to learn what I'm saying to them. So when we go there, sometimes I need translator there. So some brother or somebody, pastor, translate for me what I'm teaching them. But it's better thing, good thing. People love it when you talk in their own language. If you don't know their language and you talk with them, they smile, they, they can hear you carefully what they are saying. And when you are talking about God, many people don't know God. Many people don't know in Pakistan what is sin. They think we are all right, we are good. If I'm doing a good thing, then I'm saved. People think in this way because this is the other faith's law. And other faith teach them in Pakistan, in India, that if you are doing good things, you are saved. No, we are teaching them, no, this is not right. This is a part of a spirit, a spiritual fruit. If you are doing good thing, because you have a spiritual fruit, you are doing good thing. And you need to believe in Jesus, that he died for our sins. And there's a sin done before Jesus came for, crucified for our sins there. And then people realize we are sinners. And many people cry out there. When we go there, preach them because it's a part of Great Commission. Matthew tells us about that in the end that uh, you need to, Jesus said, go and share the gospel. And we need to go share the gospel to those. We don't need to stay in a one room or we don't need to stay in our churches. Jesus said, go. Right. So we need to go out. If we don't go out, how can they hear? So we need to go out, we share the gospel like our pastors always go. And we uh, thank you for love and action. You are providing the motorcycles there, also supporting pastors there. This is a blessing for them because it's hard for them to buy a motorcycle. It's hard for them to save some money for buy a even bicycle. So if they have a more tools, evangelism tools, we can reach more people, more people group. We can train their own people so they can preach and teach those tribal people and unreached people groups. So we are working on those things also. And uh, our pastors, when, when they go, we need motorcycle because uh, I show you uh, many times, uh, one of our pastor, Pastor Gulab, he, he always uh, walk many miles to reach villages, use the public transport, wait like uh, two, three days to go that village because no transport available. 
and sometimes he ride on a donkey carts bicycles walk many miles so thank you for giving him a motorcycle is a blessing now he's happy he can go anywhere he don't need to stop for one day to wait for any uh, vehicle public transport or something he just go now when we give them a two wheels is a more speedy work we can yeah. reach more people more villages more unreached people group more lost souls coming to jesus because of those tools and that's something that i think as americans we take for granted is transportation of course here at love and action we understand people not having transportation because a lot of people we minister to don't have a vehicle and they're very happy if they get a bicycle even but for a pastor to have to walk two or three days just to get to a village yeah. and then he's got to come back home too right yeah. so uh so yeah so transportation is so important and so key and we'll talk about some ways folks can help even provide for motorcycles because it's just it's such such a need there and and in other countries that we're in yes. so pakistan you got all these 74 different languages you got all these 850 different cultures so what else about pakistan do people need to know about uh it's a different life for believers there is totally different than here we grow with a persecution there when you are in a school you are in a job you are in a education everywhere every walk of life you face the problems because of your faith when people know you are christian you are believer you believe in jesus you get problem i always remember the story you've told me about your dad yeah about you when you first went to school yeah that paints the picture of what life is there yeah. could you share that with with people this morning yes when i was in a, i passed my fifth class in a school we call it primary school mm-hmm. then we go in a secondary school and in my time it was a secondary school means a english class because in a f- five uh, fifth class i passed in my local language we speak different state language sindhi there so i passed in that then i went to a pri- uh, secondary school and it was totally different school new new friends new children there so when i go there so the children ask me what is your name i told them i'm i'm uh, my name is soel and i'm christian i told everything about them and they start to bully me with oh your jesus is not real or our prophet is good and your books are corrupted and this and this lot of things they talk about just my faith and when teacher also come he talk about same thing and teacher don't need to do that to tell everybody that one christian is here their books are corrupted and this and this even teacher was involved with them and then i go back and i left school my class quickly and i go home i said father i don't want to go there my father was a pastor evangelist so when uh, my father said we need to talk i said okay he said sit down and we need to talk and then he shared with me about his story how how he go through the persecution in his whole life and then he he shared verses jesus said if you follow me you will be persecuted even be killed and Jesus also say in Matthew 5 that uh, blessed are those who are persecuted in his name so then my father said what do you think about now he share many verses from word of god and then then i realize my father said this is your life now now you think you are believing in jesus now people are persecuting you you are facing problems now because of your faith 
because when we follow there we follow with our heart we believe in jesus they say he died for us since on cross we don't hear any lies from other faith what they are thinking about our faith and we believe he died on cross for us for my sins for for everyone's sins so they need to also come out and even then my father said this is now persecution is a part of your life now so f- live with this so i'm living with this even now every day every pakistani believer he live with uh, persecution because of his faith and that's something that most americans have no idea about because we don't face that type of persecution there's small persecution that takes place and there's been different things to happen over the years but nothing like that constantly yeah. but your dad's absolutely right the word of god says jesus says that you know we will be persecuted yes. so we shouldn't be surprised when persecution does come and now it's a more worse like when you watch on uh, open doors watch list we were on number 4th in a 250 countries in persecution christian persecution now we are on the same and now we are going up again because even just you are posting on a facebook social media or texting on a whatsapp you get problem there you can be killed on just a texting your own verse or bible now we have more cases there and sometimes our pastors get problems there they are beaten by people why you are sharing the gospel here sometimes uh, they threaten churches pastors christians there now they burn quran in sweden and now christians in pakistan they are getting threats and problems they are burning our crosses they are uh, disrespecting uh, our faith there because of those kind of things happening around the world yeah people here just, i just want you to think about that how many times have you sent a, a bible verse via text or post something on facebook and you do it and you don't think twice about it well in countries like pakistan you do it and you could be beaten for it you could you can be killed for sending a bible verse yes. out via text or or facebook or whatsapp or social media and so that's why i always say and i love our brothers and sisters so much around the world and in these persecuted countries i always tell people when you run into a christian over there they're really a christian because they're going to be persecuted and if they're not truly a believer in Jesus they're not going to take that persecution but if they're truly a believer in Jesus Christ they know persecution is going to come and they accept it as a normal part of life we've had brothers and sisters in in other parts of the world say the exact same yes. thing it is a, a way of life and as as here in the US we don't have that kind of persecution right now i'm one who believes it's going to come and when it does we'll find out who are truly the believers here in the US cuz it's so easy to say yeah I'm a Christian here in America yes. because there's no persecution for it but when persecution arises then you really know who is truly a follower of Jesus and and who isn't so there's so much that we can learn and Martha and I have learned uh, over the years from Suhail and other brothers and sisters in countries that uh, we are blessed to serve with where there is persecution I, and just I learned so much from them about persecution is, is one of the things that we've learned so much. So, we talked about transportation earlier. Yes. Uh, I still think we need to get a donkey cart for the peanut festival parade man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a camel cart south <laughs> of Pakistan. Yeah. Maybe it may be easier getting a, a donkey than a camel here, you know, mm. but <laughs> but <laughs> a camel cart would be cool too. But not if that was our only transportation that wouldn't be too cool. But 
Transportation is such a key. We talked about motorcycles and the need for, for motorcycles over there. How much does a motorcycle cost in, in U.S. dollars? It's near about uh, $600 uh, with all insurance and uh, if you need a helmet and other gears, right. paperwork, title like you say here, titles. So. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So about $600. Yeah, near about, because it's, uh, sometimes our money exchange go up and down, but it's a mostly yeah. same 600 And it's a Honda, too. And it yeah, it's a Honda, right? Japanese. Yeah. So it's, it's good motorcycle. People like that. It's a more economical yeah. for pastors also. This is a great need, because like in a Roman stain, Paul said, uh, how can they hear if nobody will go there? So we are praying to send more people. We are training more people so they can reach their own people groups. A lot of areas are not reached in Pakistan. Many don't know about real true God. They need to know. So for riding a motorcycle for $600 is very doable for many Americans or even, you know, you get several people joined together. Here here I saw like a $1,500,000 motorcycle. Yeah, motorcycles are going to be expensive. Yeah, it's very expensive. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and and so to to be able to get a a good bike that can travel over some tough terrain uh, there in Pakistan for $600 is is very doable. And and we've had people here who've given for that reason uh, to to purchase motorcycles. Thank you. We, we give our more than 15 motorcycles yeah. there. Praise Still, God. we need more for other pastors yeah. and evangelists there yeah. so they can reach their own people groups. Yeah, so for, for those who, who have given for that, uh, thank you. And that's just, I mean, it's an incredible gift because that money is going to into a motorcycle that will be a vehicle to that God's going to use to reach people who've never yes. heard the gospel before. And you think about that, that's awesome. And you may think, well, I don't have $600 but I have a hundred I can give towards it. That's awesome too, because it all comes together. It all adds up and we're able to do that. You know, if that's something that you would like to do, we would love for you to give and you just send it to love and action and we get it straight to Pakistan. We don't charge fees to our brothers in Pakistan or, or we don't <laughs> charge fees to you. What you send in, we send to Pakistan to get what's needed over there. And so that's very key. And um, we'll share at the end here all the information on, on how you can give. But our website is loveinactionministries.com, and all that information is there as well. So, well, the pastors over there, tell us something about the pastors there. We have now more than 35 pastors there. They belong to different people groups and cultures. And we have uh, many church groups. They worship in their own language. This is a very awesome thing when you go there and have different people groups. The children who never know God before, they never prayed before true God. They believe in a paganism. They go to graves. They do all pagan things there before because of their other faiths around them. Now they believe in Pray before true God. And when you see those children, why we are focusing on children and youth? Because after some year, you can get a mature church, mature believers there. When we raise the children with the word of God, they know now there's a God who created me. Before that, they'd never know anything. They never know what is sin, who's God. Now they know there's God. And wonderful thing, if their parents are not believing in God, those children are praying for them. 
and those children always pray god tell my father you are the real god so he can also believe in you and this is awesome when when 6 year old little girl is praying for his father that he don't know god and he need to know god and then he can have a more love for me my mother they know if he know god then he have a more love for me so this is a wonderful thing what god is doing there among the little children who never know him before and this is a good thing it happens because our pastors are going there our evangelists are going there our laymen are going there so we need to help them because our pastors most of our pastors they are not full time so they do some kind of a farming work and other work and when they were also they are giving the time to god so they are serving the kingdom also they when they have a time they go and if we are supporting them they are full time so they can easily go because they don't need to take care of their families so we are praying for them so we can provide them something like a 100 dollar every month or 150 dollar if they are in a city 200 dollar every month they need so they can do the their transportation also and take care of their families so this is a wonderful thing if we sow the seed the fruit will be good and sweet before god yeah so god can see what we where we are spending our money it's not like in a usa pastor we need to give all like uh, many thousand dollars no just a hundred so if they get a hundred dollar they can reach more people they don't need to do work other secular jobs and they are full-time minister they can reach focus on those things and then they can go and reach more people and that's amazing a uh, hundred dollars a month can do that and you know if you think about that uh, if you go out to eat twice a month that's almost 100 bucks right there. So, yeah. you know, uh, you, know you, you teach your children that hey, you know, we're not going to go out to eat twice like we normally do because we want to help spread the gospel and explain what you're doing and 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 how you're saving that money to give to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ yes. in, in these areas. So, yeah, I mean, it's all we have to do is look at our, our budgets and say, you know what? I could cut out a night out with my family or with my wife and, and save that money. to proclaim the gospel you know and it's all about priorities yes. and i'm not trying to take business away from any of our friends in the, in the restaurant <laughs> business out there we got uh, friends in the restaurant business who uh, who would just love jesus uh, yes. so much and would be happy that people would do stuff like that it, it's just it's, it's so easy to help uh, over there and, and we're blessed here in Dothan to, to have this connection to Pakistan to eight other countries actually where we know firsthand that the finances that come in is going into the work of God and in Pakistan we've like we said for over 11 years been partnering with Suhail and the and other pastors there and just incredible works have taken place and are taking place there in Pakistan that people who have never heard again 99% of the people over there are not Christians and haven't heard the the, the gospel and this is just an awesome opportunity uh, we have pastors there who are willing to put their lives literally on the line each and every day to proclaim the gospel in in Pakistan and it really costs very little uh, for us to support them and to help them and so this is a just a great opportunity to help fulfill our Lord's great commission because he says to proclaim the gospel to all people in Mark 16:15 and of course in Matthew 28 
18 through 20 is scripture I've preached and taught for many, many years yeah. and, and will until I go home to heaven. He tells us to make disciples of all nations. And today we don't have time to get into that discipleship, but next week, uh, Suelle will be with us again next week, and we're going to talk about discipleship that takes place there because it's so exciting what God's doing there. Mm -hmm. But when he says all nations, he's talking about all people groups, yes. ethnic groups. Yes. And so in this one country, we have all these ethnic groups right there yes. that we can reach with the gospel by helping our brothers and sisters there. So it's just an incredible opportunity uh, there in Pakistan. So, well, we, we've got just a few minutes left today. Anything else you want to talk about real quickly, and then we'll pick back up on it next week. Again, sharing about the how God is using us there. This year, we planted near about three more churches, church groups. And our church is not like a fancy church right. there. We just sit down under the tree. <laughs> and worship a true God. And those are awesome services, by yeah, the way. Yeah, and we feel like when we teach, we feel like people see here in the USA in videos how Jesus was preaching, how apostles were preaching. If they want to see, they can come in our country and see how we are preaching them. Uh, they can feel it's the same thing. We go and just uh, sit down with them on the floor. We don't have any benches there. Even our church churches have no buildings. Yeah. We just sit under the tree and people come. And some, some people uh, just uh, walk some miles there, some ride on the bicycle, some in a different way. They reach there, get together. And how long does the service last in Pakistan on average? Uh, it's not like, uh, it's mostly two, three hours or more than that. How people, people just like to worship because they get together and they know, they know God is there and people love our God. So they want to stay with God. I love that because here in America, we have comfortable chairs, we have air conditioning and to get somebody to be in church for one hour is a challenge. So, you know, just to stay several hours under a tree, sitting on the ground, uh, it's, it's just, I mean, that's, that's awesome. And, and Martha and I have been blessed to, to be part of services like that. And it's, it's truly awesome because people are just hungry for God. Yes. And, and it's we, beautiful. we, we worship like a one or two hours there Yeah, and they praise God like a more than a one hour, two hour, just praising. Yeah. And here I was, uh, preaching in a church before and they were showing me the time Oh. 30 minutes yeah. done. And I said, I'm not done. <laughs> that usually makes me keep, yeah. don't want to keep going longer. Yes. <laughs> so it's not about the, it's also about different cultures, yeah. how the people uh, is, uh, uh, giving their time. It's about the intimacy with God, how, how you have a relation with, with God. It's not about... Uh, uh, I born in a Christian family, or uh, my name is a Christian name. Uh, it's not about that. It's about my faith. It's about my spiritual life and growth. So how I, I walk with God, yeah. uh, how I follow him. So it's all about that, about my faith. And we always teach people there. Uh, even my children, I teach them, if you born in a Christian family, it doesn't mean that you are saved. You need to believe. That's right. When you believe, you... Because you have a faith, then you can believe. Yeah. And when they believe, then they learn more and grow more on their own. It's not about certification that you went in a this church, now you are saved. No, we need to believe first. We, we need to have a faith on, 
uh, their belief. Yeah, amen, amen. Well, we, we're running out of time today, uh, but like I said, we'll be back together next week, and we'll talk more about uh, what God is doing in Pakistan. But if you've been listening today and you said, you know what, I want to be part of what God's doing there, well, first of all, pray. And, and lift up our brothers and sisters there in Pakistan. And if you'd like to financially help support, uh, there's several different ways you can do that. You can, you can write a check and mail it to P.O. Box 85, Dothan, Alabama, 36302. P.O. Box 85, Dothan, Alabama, 36302. And in the memo of your check, write Pakistan. And we'll make sure all those funds go to the ministry going on there in Pakistan. You can give online via PayPal, uh, Venmo, Cash App, and all that information is available on our website, loveinactionministries.com. And just like with your check, in the description of your gift, put Pakistan and all that will go directly to the ministries there in Pakistan. So, uh, so well, appreciate you joining me today. Look forward to talking again Thank next you, week. Brother. And hope everybody out there has a great rest of the day today, and you'll have a great week coming up. I pray the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.